Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, the innovator of violence, the landlord of the house of hardcore, and the heart and soul of professional wrestling, Tommy Dreamer and I talk to two major players that we're going to see Sunday at Double or Nothing for AEW, and that's the stadium stampede between the pinnacle and the inner circle. We talk to human piece of trash MJF and one of the greatest of all time, the legendary Chris Jericho, right now on the Busted Open Podcast. The one and only MJF, sir. Thank you for the time today. Welcome to Busted Open. What you know? What you know? What I'd like to do right out of the gate, okay? Um, first of all, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to shoot straight with you. All right. I saw, I saw the stuff you had to say the other day, okay, Dave. And the old me, the old mm-hmm. me would have flipped his top. I would have been very offended. I would have been very upset. But not today. No, today I am going to be a professional. That is what I'm going to do, which I always am. But I do have a bit of a a short fuse. I'm the first guy to admit that. But I'm just in a good mood. Do you guys not want to know why I'm in a good mood? I'm in a good mood because this Sunday, I am going to have an opportunity of a lifetime. I am going to break up the inner circle, and it's going to be oh so sweet. I've already defeated Chris Jericho not once but twice, and the third time is finally, finally, going to be the charm it's going to be it's going to be absolutely fantastic how are you guys doing today tommy what's going on i haven't talked to you in a while buddy mjf and for our listeners i gotta tell you we're all in a zoom box you being such a professional and you i know you see emotion you feel it he has not even put himself on the actual we can't see his picture dave i right away i was nervous this interview is going to go awry he doesn't want to see you which is great uh, I'm doing well, and, and I want to thank you for being on the show. I'm 10 o'clock in the morning. I don't know if you're in Hawaii at your palatial estate there or if you're out in Long Island, but I'm sure you've already gotten up, trained. You're ready for this match. Biggest question, who's the weakest link of the inner circle? Who's the weakest link of the inner circle? I'm going to be honest with you, and nobody's going to want to hear this, but the fact of the matter is it's Chris Jericho. That's why I'm the GOAT now. Like I said, I've beaten this guy not once but twice. Again, legend the man's an absolute legend he's absolutely incredible inside the ring on on the microphone 
he he was the goat, but he's no longer the goat. And I think that's gotten to him. I think that really upset him that the uh, the young stud, the 25 year old, the man who's got all the talent in the world, MJF is besting him. That's got to be freaking him out a little bit. And I know it is. I'm in his head. So I would say the weakest link right now is easily Chris Jericho. Let me ask you this, because obviously we know stadium stampede match on Sunday at double or nothing available on pay-per-view. If inner circle loses, they must disband forever. Has the inner circle been a distraction for you in the pinnacle? Because you talk about championship titles. Is the inner circle constantly a distraction before you're able to reach your goals? 1000% allow me to put over my good friend, Dax, the ax. He had said this past Wednesday that that's all they have been. They've just, they've just been a nuisance. We all should be world champions at this point. Dax and Cash two times over. Sean Spears, the TNT champion. Hell, Wardlow, perhaps the FTW champion. And me, obviously, the world title, which I should have won already if Dictator John didn't cheat, but that's a different story for a different day. Yes, that's all they've become is a nuisance. Um, we were just trying to celebrate, have a good time, because we earned that victory at Blood and Guts. And then out they come to, to ruin our party, ruin our parade, so to say. And it's sickening. I, I've never met a group of bigger sore losers in my life. And that's why I can't comprehend why people keep cheering for these guys. It makes absolutely no sense. And then, and then I have to take a step back and I realize why they cheer. They cheer because they can relate to losers. They can't relate to winners. I mean, how could they? They've been losers their whole entire lives. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take that group out of the equation. And that's why I, I, I stopped myself. I gathered my composure, even though I was in the ring, soaking wet and bubbly. And I thought to myself, you know what? I'm going to play to Chris Jericho's ego. You want a match, you got it. Stadium stampede. But if you guys lose, you're done. And once they're done, we'll be able to move on to what we should have done already. And that is the conquest of gold in all elite wrestling for the pinnacle. We're uh, been talking. We did a whole podcast about kayfabe. That's how Dave's rant had started. Ugh, yeah, and yeah. No, I know. Um, for for me and you, uh, you, I always say you have like kind of an old soul. You've studied wrestling. I know we have exchanged texts before you going to AW. Watch this person. Watch that person. But this has been a life goal for you, even though you've achieved an amazing success at 25 years old. Um, I see, and I laugh at your social media interactions. You don't care what you put out there as well as because you're able to back it up. Like, is there anything that any limit you won't push or anything? If there's something in your mind, do you just go right away and put it out there? Or are you more of a, I view you as like a cerebral, cerebral person. No, I'd have to agree with that. Allow me to answer uh, your question in two parts. Uh, number one, the thing that had nothing to do with your question, the word kayfabe. Guys, it's not a real word. Go to Merriam-Webster's uh, dictionary and for the love of God, search kayfabe. Tell me if anything comes up. It won't. As far as number two goes, I'm easily the, the, the biggest quote-unquote villain in professional wrestling right now. I don't want to be. I believe I'm a salt-of-the-earth human being, but unfortunately, that's the way the cards have lied for me in the eyes of the fans. I'm the top dog when it comes to being the villain. Again, 
didn't want that for myself because like I said, I don't view myself that way. But at this point, screw it. I'll lean into it. I don't care anymore because I'm not going to not be myself. I'm not going to not be 110% honest and authentic. And that's what divides me from everybody else in this industry. Everybody else has to put on a costume. They got to put on a cape. They got to put on a mask just so they feel big enough, larger than life enough to walk through a curtain and garner a reaction. I don't have to put on a costume, Tommy. All I have to do is wake up and get out of bed and go to work. That's it. And I think that that is something that everybody, no matter how much they hate me, viscerally hate me, you got to respect it. So that's my answer to that question. I know you have a bodyguard. You got this whole group now that AEW is coming back, full-blown fans, and they're going to be touring more. Uh, I know oh, we've, yeah. we've shared stories, but you're that type of person that a fan may feel froggy and want to come at you. Well, it's happened numerous times in my career as far as people jumping over the guardrail. Um, as far as an AEW, we actually had a, a very seriously crazy thing go down where somebody dressed up in a pilot costume and was able to get through security. Not our Atlas security. Our Atlas security is absolutely spectacular. I know you've worked with Atlas. It was the building security at the time. The guy got all the way to the back and he looks at me and he goes, hey, Mr. Freeman, I'm going to be your... Uh, your pilot today, I'm going to be flying you back to New York. Now at the time it, it didn't shock me because I've been on plenty of PJs before. And especially I've been on plenty of PJs with my boy TK. So I thought to myself, oh, all right, I'm going to go on that after the show. No big deal. Um, and at the time my father had actually had a, a heart issue. So I thought that my boy TK was doing me a solid uh, walk over to TK and I go, Hey man, uh, appreciate it. You know, and he goes, what are you talking about? So now I'm confused and I walk back over to the guy now this time with a bunch of security and I go, hey, man, what was your deal again? And he goes, well, I'm going to fly you out back to New York after the show. I go, uh-huh, uh-huh, got it. And then uh, I'll put Raph over here. Most people don't know who Raph C.I.L. Morphy is, but Raph is uh, he's the head of the back of house in all elite wrestling. Very talented gentleman. And he looks at the guy and he goes, no, you're not. Let me see your pilot's license. The guy pats around on his body. He goes, I forgot it. Raph goes, got it. Get him out of here. That guy hated me so much. His plan was to abduct me. Now, what happened after that? Lord, knows, no, Lord only knows. I'd have no idea what his game plan was. Um, what I'm getting at is this. I am not looking forward to crowds, nor do I care for crowds. Being in Jacksonville and Daly's place has been an absolute dream. I have not had to look at disgusting, mealy-mouthed, worthless pores. I have been able to perform and do my craft without dealing with the smell and the looks of disdain. So no, I am not looking forward to touring. I think the word I would use for it is... I guess I will just deal, as the kids say these days. <laughs> well, and, that and is see, a scary uh, situation. It really is. And uh, hopefully uh, Atlas went a little old school and took care of him privately. Um, but yeah, and then that's, uh, that's a pretty nuts story. I never heard that. That's crazy. Yeah, it's, uh, it was pretty wild. It, and, but again, it didn't shock me because when I was on the independent circuit, 
I had guys jump the guardrails. I had guys waiting for me after the show was over by my car. So I understood I'm not changing for anyone. This is who I am. But when I take this to a bigger stage, I need to understand that it's only going to get bigger. It's only going to get quote unquote more intense because of the fact that now I'm being broadcasted into more eyes and ears. Uh, But I relish in it. I love it. Please, for the love of God, somebody, somebody jump the guardrail. Somebody try something because now it's not just me and Wardlow. Now we got even more strength in numbers as if we need, as if we needed more than Wardlow, but now we got Dax, we got cash, we got Spears. Hell Tully can still beat the living shit out of anybody walking this planet. So I have nothing to worry about. We have uh, seen what happened when someone went after uh, Bret Hart with uh, Mr. Dax and that right hand. So I don't recommend anyone do that. I could also tell you uh, some of the stories from ECW with a sharpened uh, spike in your boot or the proverbial new Jack pull a blade out of your pocket and stab you several times in Jacksonville. So that could happen too. Mm, mm. Wouldn't shock me. I'll teach you how to hide weapons, kids. It's easy. Well, and here's the thing. And obviously you use the word respect and Tommy, you know, I respect MJF for how good he is in the ring and as a wrestler. But the point that I was making the other day when I had that rant that everybody was talking about was the fact of now, you know, this is who he truly is. Like everybody says the word character. This is a character that this man portrays. It's not MJF is who he is. Now, obviously, it's on a bigger stage. It's on national TV. It's on TNT on AEW Dynamite every week. But this this and, and I, I'm, I'm sorry to use the term, but you're an asshole. I mean, See, that's why, who why you are. You, why, why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? I came on the show. I've been so nice. Haven't I been nice, Tommy? He's, I've been I've, so... I've been Tom, so oh, come on, Tommy. You know the way you describe the fans, the people who pay for a ticket to watch AEW wrestling? That's okay. But I can't we say this to him when he's on the show. Opinions, and here's a guy who's on top of his game, and he got there being himself. Trust me. I've known him since probably your earliest of matches, and he has been this way. To me and to others, that's all I'm saying. But that's all I'm saying. He is who he is. Let's let our let's let our guest uh, talk. And MJF, listen, you're going to see Dave uh, at double or nothing. Uh, He's going to be run up. Telly Blanchard, I saw you with the title at 85. Can I have a hug? That's when you have to say, Tully, just like slingshot suplex him into catering. Um, So you know any old school thing that you have heard or want to do today for his outburst, You, I fully endorse it. And I'm sure the Christians, the big shows, guys like that, who Billy Mean, Angry Billy Gunn, who have been a part of that, you uh, full authority to do whatever. Once he runs up to Tully Blanchard, so I was talking about the NWA TV title, it's on. You could do whatever. So, so here's the deal. Once again, I'm going to continue to take the high road, but here's what I'd like to do. Ed, Ed, are you on the line, Ed? Evil Ed is there somewhere. Ed. I'm right here. Yes. All right. Thank you. So you can hear me, can't you, Ed? I can hear you. So when we had a conversation before I came on the air, you told me that everybody on this show was going to be a professional. So now I'm a little bit confused, Edward. So explain to me what's going on right now, because I don't know if I'm going to come back after this interaction. So you're telling me that you have been left offended by what Dave has said on this program and that he is not living up to his professional standard. Ed, 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 Edward, yes, Edward, yes, yes. 
That's an understatement. I'm not offended. I'm appalled. I'm disgusted. I'm overwhelmed by the amount of unprofessionalism going on. And what I want to know is for the rest of this show that you're going to make sure to hold your dog on a leash and, and just have him ask me professional questions in regard to Double or Nothing this Sunday. That's all I want, Ed. That's all I want. Please, please talk to Dave. I understand, but it is Dave's program first and Ed, foremost. Ed, yes. Ed, what? Ed, yes. What? not today. Not today. I'm not going to deal with this political BS today. All right. I came on. I came on to the show to have a professional discussion about our upcoming pay-per-view. And this does not feel professional at all. So what I would like right now is for you to please talk to Dave and explain to him that he needs to treat his guests with respect. Dave, while you do have a duty to treat the guest with respect, you must remember the audience at large, and they also have a right to know the answers to the hard questions. And Thank one of those you, questions, Ed. Well, no, hang on. One of those questions involves the conduct of MJF in regards to the fan base. I think the line of questioning from Dave is solid. I know a lot of oh questions, my God. Gabby, they're not easy to Gabby, answer. Gabby, are you on the line? Gabby. <laughs> yes, I'm here. Jesus, Gabby, sweetheart, baby, hotshot, listen, okay, sweet cheeks. Do you think that Dave's conduct right now is professional? Uh, not quite. I, okay. I have to agree with Thank you on this you. one. So here's what I need, and I probably could get you a date with Wardlow if you handle yourself properly here. What I need for you to do is please have a conversation with Dave LaGreca about his conduct with me, MJF. Thank you. All right, no problem. I got you. I got you. But I'm over Wardlow, so that's fine. We don't have to make that happen. Don't worry about it. That train has... That train has sailed. I'm not buying, but please, please talk to Dave real quick. I would just like to get this interview back on the rails. That's all. Let me let me try to help you out here. Um, I agree, and normally I never agree with the heels, but I agree oh, thank with you. Yep. Um, and and here's also why. But you know, your success, your fame, you've literally done it your way, to quote Frank Sinatra, and you have reached it to the top. For Dave, he has been a very unconventional radio host. And this show, as you know, is number one. So he's done his stuff his way. So that <sighs> kind of combatant, I agree that you shouldn't call. And you would think the crazy ECW guy who had a lot of concussions would be the politically incorrect calling you an asshole. But no, um, this is our host. He's made it to the top his way. He's literally biting his tongue right now. His toupee, he adjusted his toupee. Um, he goes crazy. Um, I think it's because of his passion and love for wrestling, but it makes me wonder because he idolized guys like Ric Flair. He idolized guys like Roddy Piper, guys who had that same uh, mindset that you are towards the fans. Okay, so here's what we're going to do, David. David, are you on the line? I'm here. David, David, are you on the line? (laughs) Yes, I'm here. Thank you. Here's what we're going to do, okay? Tommy's right. All right. This is not going the way it should be going. I should have answered at least five more questions about double or nothing this Sunday stadium stampede inner circle versus the pinnacle, but I have not gotten to do that. So here's what we're going to do. I want us to put behind our past completely. I want a clean slate. That's it. That's what I have not said one negative thing about you since I have come on the air. So here's what we're going to do. I am going to pretend this is the first time we have ever interacted. Hello, David LaGreca. My name is Maxwell Jacob Friedman. I am 25 years old. Nice to meet you. 
Hello, Maxwell Jacob Friedman, MJF. I appreciate the time on the show today, and I'm looking forward to watching Stadium Stampede on Sunday, double or nothing on pay-per-view. Tremendous. Okay, ask me questions now. We are doing great. We're on a roll, Dave. Well, somebody who I think has really been showing his worth over the last few weeks, not only in the ring, but on the microphone as well, is somebody that has kind of been forgotten over the last year, and that's Sean Spears. Talk about Sean Spears, how good Sean Spears is and how he's contributed to the pinnacle. Sean Spears is a Canadian god, and he's somebody who's been absolutely, absolutely been left out of the spotlight for no apparent reason. No apparent reason whatsoever. Sean Spears has always been great, and now he's getting to show it week in and week out, and we're all proud of him in the pinnacle. But the reason why I made sure he was going to be in the pinnacle was because I knew how great Sean Spears was. I have known. I have known. I've gotten to see him right in front of me live and i have known how great he was he just hasn't had the proper spotlight shined on him and when you're in the pinnacle you're always on top there's no choice but to have a spotlight shown on you and that's why everybody's looking to their left looking to their right they're going oh my god where's this sean spears been he's been there the whole time ladies and gentlemen he's been there the whole entire time he just has not had the opportunity to show you how great he is and now he has it every single week um you kind of alluded to it, and you're not a person who will look past their opponent uh, this weekend. But is your goal after this either the world title or to have your group have every title in the company? The goal is for this is this is a group I care awfully a lot about, and I think I'll see stuff online with people proclaiming that the only reason why I've started the pinnacle is to make sure that I have bodyguards of sorts, to make sure that I get to protect my own interests. When that's not the case, this is a family. I care deeply about every single individual in this group. So the answer to that question is, it's a conquest for gold. That is all that I care about. I want to see every body in the pinnacle strapped up once this whole entire cute little feud with the inner circle is all said and done. I'm over this. I am sick and tired of these gentlemen coming after us. And that's why it's going to get to end this Sunday. But once this is all over, I very much so look forward to seeing everybody in the pinnacle strapped up with gold. MJF, and and again, thank you for the time. This is my last question. And again, you could see AEW Dynamite this Friday on TNT and make sure you order double or nothing on Sunday. I will be there. Busted Open will be there. Really looking forward to this weekend. This is a huge show on Sunday, so make sure you order it on pay-per-view. And, of course, one of the big matches is the stadium stampede between the Inner Circle and the Pinnacle. But you mentioned Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho is actually going to join us here on the show in about 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um, we saw at Blood and Guts what took place. Sammy Guevara gave up the match for the Inner Circle, but yet you still went through and threw Chris Jericho off the top of that cage at blood and guts. Like what is your knowing that you did something like that to me, which even though we have our, our mutual respect was cold hearted. Tread lightly. What is your, Tread lightly. What Continue. message? No, knowing that Chris is going to be joining us in just a few min, minutes. What's your final message to Jericho that I can repeat to him when he joins us later in the show? I would say my final message to Chris is you were a great friend. You were a great mentor. 
but now you will be an even greater stepping stone. Wow. Wow. And Dave, as far as my message to you before I say au revoir, is I'd like you to know this is the most professional interview we have been able to conduct thus far since our first meeting. And I just want to say how much that means to me. I hope it meant a lot to you. Uh, so I'd like to leave with these words. I'm going to go have sex with your beautiful wife. Good day, sir. You think that's funny, Tommy? You think that's funny what he just said about my wife? What is wrong? I'm with sorry. You? I apologize. I popped for it. I didn't see it coming. Maybe, maybe, maybe the, the term asshole shouldn't be used towards MJF. Maybe it's the guy I do a show with on Wednesday. Ladies and gentlemen, we are live. Serious XM Fight Nation is your home for the hardest hitting combat sports talk you'll find in the world. Whether it's pro wrestling, MMA, or boxing, join the conversation with us at 877-FIGHT-93 anytime from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern as we react to the hottest storylines, most intriguing matchups, and more. Oh my God! Your home for the best all-day combat sports talk anywhere is Serious XM Fight Nation, channel 156. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Busted Open on Fight Nation, Sirius XM. Ah, back here on Busted Open this weekend. Of course, double or nothing on Sunday, available on pay-per-view. And then AEW Dynamite, 
coming up on Friday and to talk about all of this and, of course, that horrific segment with Tommy Dreamer and MJF is the one and only Chris Jericho. Chris, good morning to you. Thanks for the time. Always a pleasure to uh, come and save the day and save this show after that uh, horrible interview with MJF. Uh, you do interviews for pay-per-views to put butts in seats and sell tickets, and that was the antithesis of that. I'm not interested in seeing LaGreca versus MJF. Uh, this is all about Jericho versus MJF and the Pinnacle versus Inner Circle this Sunday at Double or Nothing. So that's uh, I- I'm glad that I'm on last, which is where I, I-, I should always be, especially when I have to clean up after, uh, after Junior and his uh, ridiculous promos. Always the main event. Christopher. Uh, this weekend is perhaps wow. the biggest, the biggest well, uh, night uh, for you. But really quick, Tommy, you know, Chris, ahead of the stadium stampede at Double or Nothing this Sunday, you have planned the celebration of the Inner Circle on Friday's live Dynamite on TNT. And we understand that today here on Busted Open, we have an exclusive scoop for the nation about this Friday's celebration of well, the Inner Circle. You know, we, we are longtime friends here. And, of course, Tommy and I have known each other since the mid-90s, believe it or not. Um, so I always want to give a little bit extra to the fine folks of, of the Busted Open Nation. So uh, this Friday, we're having a celebration of the Inner Circle that has been uh, kind of promoted and, and perpetrated by AEW. This is not an Inner Circle idea. This is AEW kind of giving thanks to the Inner Circle for all that we've done over the past year and a half. Because if this is indeed our last match at Stadium Stampede, they were going down with all guns blazing. But the host... The MC of this Inner Circle celebration. This is exclusive. Uh, we haven't told anybody this, but it's going to be our, our returning Eric Bischoff to, wow. uh, to host the, and MC the whole segment. That's awesome. Thank you for breaking that Speechless. news here on Busted first, Open. First time, uh, first time that Bischoff and I have ever been on the same side, much like uh, when I called Mike Tyson when we had a little bit of a, of a, of a change of heart. A few a few months ago, uh, another another guy that I called was Eric Bischoff. We have made amends, and Eric agreed to come down and kind of MC and host the celebration for the Inner Circle this Friday on TNT Dynamite. Eric Bischoff returned to TNT is big news. I was speechless because of yes, I do know your history uh, with the man. The man basically, you know, fired you. And, uh, but you, like you always do land on your feet and become a bigger star wherever you are. He did fire me. I forgot about that. In, in SummerSlam 2005, he did fire me. So, uh, but maybe I shouldn't, uh, maybe I shouldn't be so happy that he's on the show. He can't fire me this time though. I know that. Uh, I asked MJF, uh, who he thought was the weakest link on your team. Who do you feel is the weakest link on his team? Say the weakest link was on my team. Uh, well, he said the man that he's already beaten twice, and uh, he said it was you. And he said his final uh, words were, "He uh, thought you were a great mentor, a great friend, and after this weekend, you'll be a great stepping stone for his career." And then he said he was right, going to sleep with Dave's wife, which popped me on yeah, the air. And now Dave's not talking to me. I heard that. Um, and once again, we're not talking about LeGrecker versus MJF. But here's the funny thing about MJF. I want to just fucked him in. Uh, a great mentor and a great friend. I was never his friend. I was using him as much as he was using me. And here's the thing. When you talk about a weak link, the, 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 I like when he says that the pinnacle is a family. 
that, that, that pops me because we've known each other for about three months. And we're not a family inner circle. We're, we're a pack of wild animals. We're Guns and Roses in 1987. We don't give a shit. So um, weak link to, to us. Listen, the Pinnacle is, is, a, is a great, formidable uh, faction team uh, group of guys, but they're not the inner circle. And when MJF said he'll give us the rematch only if we break up, if we lose, it really gave us some incentive to, to do even more and do even better uh, than, than what we were planning. Cause there's no way we're going to go out uh, at the hands of the pinnacle and also stadium stampede. It's such a, it's such a huge match because it was, it was critically acclaimed last year. It did a giant buy rate last year, but it was, a, it was a, a product of the lockdown. If you think about stadium stampede back in 2020, we did it out of necessity. We didn't really know what a stadium stampede was we just knew that people needed to be entertained. Uh, we, we did it in an empty arena. Double or nothing last year was in an empty arena. So we did this match to kind of put, you know, the proverbial smiles on people's faces and to have some fun and, and do some entertaining stuff, which is what it was. Uh, in no way, shape, or form will this year's stadium stampede mirror last year's stadium stampede. It can't. Um, there's a completely different dynamic now. You're talking about a blood feud that started as a blood feud and continued on when MJF threw me off the cage, which, as I said last week on Dynamite, is one of the most terrifying moments of my career, and that's a shoot. It was terrifying. Um, so I think that the stadium stampede this year is going to have a completely different look, a different vibe, uh, like I said, by necessity, and we're very much looking forward to that because it's, it's going to be another world-class beatdown. And if you thought that blood and guts was violent, I can't even imagine what's going to happen at Stadium Stampede this year and this Sunday. Chris, you, I mean, to me, you're must watch television all the time, whether it's your interviews, your, your in-ring performance. Uh, you had said something on one of the shows and I forgot to text you about it. Uh, when you talk about family with Jake Hager, when you were in Saudi Arabia, you had death threats against you. I, I heard that when, but I didn't understand the backstory. Yeah, well, this is a true story. So we were in Abu Dhabi, uh, I think it's 2012, and we went. Abu Dhabi is not like uh, Saudi Arabia. Like, there's there's a big party scene there, and it's not like, you know, no women allowed type of vibe. It's it's it's, it's very much just just a, a cool country to go hang out in. But it's still the Middle East, and we were at a club, and some guy was being a loudmouth, and you know me, blah. I, I suffer fools lightly. So I walked by him and I body checked him right into the wall. And I gave, I gave him a good old Teddy Irvin 1972 old-time hockey body check. And it's one thing I know to do is, is, is how, to, how to throw that hip in there. So I knocked the guy down and he got up and he was furious. So um, later on when we left the club and me and Jake were there and, and Kyoto and a couple of the cats, the uh, um, uh, Primo and Epico. And when we went downstairs, he was waiting there with a group of friends. And he said that his dad owned 27% of the country and that he had put a bounty on my head and uh, $7 million bounty. And I'd be dead within 24 hours. I'd be assassinated in 24 hours. So then I went to Larry David mode where I was like, $7 million. Is that good? Like, is that a high amount? Is that a average amount? Like if I was Brad Pitt, would it be $70 million? And if I was, you know, the, the, the guy down the street would be a hundred bucks. What is it going to be? And Jake was behind me uh, as I went face to face with these would be assassins 
threatened my life and, and threatened to, you know, give $7 million to anybody that could do that. And, uh, you know, we stood up to the guys and it was a pretty crazy 24 hours. I was a little bit nervous. And then uh, I decided to stay in that night because I didn't, you know, I wanted my 24 hours to go by. And of course I ended up at the club again anyways. And when I went to the club, the bouncer said, Oh, I see you're still alive. And I said, yeah, I, I, I should I be worried? And he said, that son of a bitch says that all the time. His dad doesn't own 27% of the country. His dad owns a gas station down the street. <laughs> so I was not assassinated, but uh, at the time we thought that I might be. Jake had my back as we uh, as we faced down the uh, the band of Huns ready to kill me. Wow, seven uh, million. That's, that's, that's a large price. Seven million. Not that's, bad, right? No, that's I good. Would be the I mean, you I would get be the, the job done for nine k in the states, so it's all good. <laughs> there uh, you go. Yeah, the Greco would have been a hundred dollars. <laughs> it, it would have been a hundred dollars if that. Um, Chris, I want to go back to Sunday and Double or Nothing and this match because so much during the last fifteen months we've talked about not performing in a cr- in front of a crowd or performing in front of a small crowd, and you just mentioned that the last stadium stampede was a product of the lockdown. But here we are, thank God, uh, you know, the end of May, Daly's Place, full crowd. I mean, talk about this journey and now being able to have, you know, a full crowd at Daly's Place for this year's Double or Nothing. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's exciting, man. And, and, and like I said, we had about, uh, Josh, a four or five month period where we had no fans at all. And that was really hard. I remember people saying, I feel bad for the young guys having to work in front of a crowd. And I was like, screw the young guys. I feel bad for me. Like I've been working in front of thousands of people for the last 25 years. It was really strange, but we had to do it to keep the lights on, so to speak. And then we started having the limited crowds back and 500 people, 1,000 people. And for Double or Nothing, we had close to 2,000. But now for Double or Nothing, we are, I mean, technically sold out. I know there's a few singles and a few, uh, they'll probably open up a few seats here and there. But we're, we're pretty much guaranteed this full house on Sunday. And, I mean, that's what it's all about. And the, the city of Jacksonville has been great to us because think about this. We've been in the same city every single week for the last basically year and change, you know, 15 months or so. And, you know, I remember when, when WWE was doing shotgun Saturday night, they couldn't put people in the building every Saturday in New York city. Here we are in Jacksonville, the people keep showing up. So it's been great to be there. I think double or nothing is kind of like a thank you to the people of Jacksonville and all the people that are traveling. Uh, And now that we're going back out on the road in July, I mean, that's super exciting as well. So, it was really, really cool to know that we're able to open up and that when we did open up, people were still there and, and, and wanted to come see the show on Sunday to the, to the point where it's going to be a sellout crowd. So, because um, that's what wrestling is all about. You know, it's not yep. about, um, you know, the moves that you do and all this other stuff. It's about judging how you do things by the reaction of what the crowd is giving you. And, the fact that we're going to be able to have those reactions again, it's just, it, it, it's, what, like I said, it's what wrestling is all about. And it's, it's been a long, long time coming and we miss all the people and we're really excited to have everybody back uh, and to get back to work at full steam. Chris with uh, you, I don't feel this is a hard call because when you're doing a celebration, I feel like, you know, old school wrestling, this is the last time we're going to see these guys. I don't want to say that because I love your group. I love everybody. I have personal connections with everybody in the group. 
AEW is full of factions, has a lot of uh, amazing people and talented wrestlers uh, pulled together. I would love to see a faction type of Survivor Series. But for you, after Sunday, what is your goal? And I know you're not, you know, you're, you've been around forever. Um, you're not someone to look past, you know, this show. But after, what is your goals? Because yeah. I know you always have goals. Well, like I said, though, I mean, all kind of jokes and insults aside, I mean, I think the pinnacle has become, you know, the top heel group in the company in a very short time. Uh, and I think the pinnacle versus the inner circle is probably the hottest story in AEW as a result. And the thing with the inner circle is, you know, we have carried the company at the beginning in a lot of ways. And then the best thing about wrestling is when it's time to, to turn and do a switch, you do that. And, and, Friday, there's there's no AEW Dynamite tonight. It's going to be on Friday. Stadium Stampede on Sunday. Celebration of the Inner Circle. And thanks to Chris Jericho, the breaking news of Eric Bischoff's involvement this Friday. AEW Dynamite on TNT. And will we see the Inner Circle for the last time at Stadium Stampede at Double or Nothing on Sunday? Available on pay-per-view. Busted Open will be there. 
in Jacksonville this weekend. Can't wait to see the nation. And Chris, thanks so much for the time. And also on Friday, I got to say this, a Sane drops, uh, the newest single uh, by Fozzie drops this Friday. I won't mention the fact that you went head to head with us in the first hour by having it on Octane this morning at 9 a.m. I'll look past that. But this Friday, can't wait for Sane to be dropped to the public. Yeah, it's going to be pretty crazy. The song is awesome, and the video, um, it's never been done before. Uh, you guys saw a clip of it yesterday. We filmed it on a roller coaster, which was completely insane, uh, no pun intended. So lots coming up. But like I said, Stadium Stampede was one of the kind of hits of 2020. Uh, it's going to be a completely different vibe, but just as much see and just as memorable this year in 2021. Pinnacle versus Inner Circle. Uh, and I'm going to say this is not going to be the end of the inner circle. Uh, I think it's going to be one of the greatest matches you're going to see this year. And it's one of the greatest stories that we've told in AEW so far. So I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to seeing you there, Dave. Just don't bring your wife. That's the best way. Just don't bring her. Oh, after, well, anyway, she's coming. All right, uh, <laughs> Chris. <laughs> Chris, thanks so much for the time. I appreciate it, man. All right, brother. Thank you. Double or nothing on Sunday. Don't forget (laughs) AEW Dynamite. Not tonight. Friday night. And of course, the celebration of the inner circle. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Podcast Network. The executive producer is Ed Robinson. The associate producer is Gabby Laspisa. Andy King is the director of sports podcasting for SiriusXM. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Marissa Rivas. Sirius XM Podcasts. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.